So welcome to another edition of the Nine Hertz Podcast. We're up to number 38 now. Uh, apologies if you tuned in last week um, and uh, didn't hear anything. Um, we didn't have time to get a guest on, so um, uh, that'll be back uh, to normal from next week. Um, Pete joins me as ever. Hello, Pete. Hello, Mike. Um, we're going to, well, I think we kicked off with um, Hey Colossus, um, which is always a treat. And um, yeah, this is actually your choice, isn't it, Pete? I was quite surprised to see this uh, pop up. I know um, I heard the track that he released with a video last week called It's a Low, uh, but this one's off the new album um, and this one's called Memory Gore. So what made you um, pick this one in particular? Well, you know, the, the pre-release, a couple of tracks, this is, you know, like you said, it's, too, there's, it's slow as well, but both of them sound amazing and we we'll probably should be waiting for the album to come out. It's pre-release, so, it's, you know, it will get it's exciting now. So um, I think, I suppose, more of the surprise of me picking it is you not picking it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan. I mean, you know, I've, I've interviewed Joe on and Bob on a podcast and I think I've reviewed pretty much... Well, more than ten releases at least on on nine hertz. So, um, yeah, I mean they've changed over the years, and this is another example of them sort of exploring that kind of softer sound. But it's it's still amazing, isn't it? It is, yeah. And that's it's you know if you think back to you know when we first started listening to them, and um, whenever that is, I, you know, two thousand five maybe, oh, no, I guess two thousand four or five, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and say songs like Red Giant and things like that, you know, which I was going to talk about. But <laughs> to, to to this is, you know, they're completely different bands, but that's why they've that's why they've survived so long, why they're so interesting and so loaded because they can, you know, it, every release is something different, and therefore, you you know, you look forward to it. And yeah. this sounds, this is kind of um, the the most invigorating kind of first listen of a new album i've heard from them in a, in a while pers- you know for me personally it's it's really exciting yeah actually i mean to be honest i mean i love the guillotine but this uh that new it's a low song um really hit me and i was like wow this is i think they've kind of maybe hit their stride a bit i think they've gone off the kind of psychedelic um style that they'd got with like black and gold um a little bit and it's gone even more pop um which is no bad thing i mean this one sounds i can't even think of a band to kind of compare it to but it sounds yeah. really like almost folksy at times mm. so yeah. um yeah I, f- I find it really interesting how how they've changed but it's it's no bad thing i mean uh still amazing live still um i mean this this one uh you've picked has actually got um quite a lot of um distortion on it still so i mean it's yeah. it's still quite heavy in that yeah, respect it's but um, yeah yeah, those vocals uh, are getting better and better, I think, as well. So, yeah, can't wait to hear the rest of the album. Um, so that's yeah. not out till May, is it? Um, no, 17th of May on Alter. Right. So is that a new label that they've, um, they've gone with? I don't know. I don't know. Um, that, I think they had, like, riot season for a bit, didn't they? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, sorry, yeah, it's new for Hey Colossus. I don't know anything about the label otherwise. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, last few have been riot season. Yeah, that album's called Four Bibles. You can um, pre-order the vinyl now. I think they've sold out of a... A green version of it but yeah there's still loads and it's on cd as well um we're having a chat on friday actually weren't we We went to see um secret cutter and um ohms um in sheffield and we were saying like who does do people still buy cds like yeah it's weird it's sadly that i don't remember that conversation but the, all right uh, <laughs> so, um yeah i don't and i was i kind of stuck up for cds for so many years um yeah but, 
I, I think digital has yeah, taken over CDs and therefore, you know, in terms of, you know, like accessing the music, therefore mm. uh, tapes are a novelty, vinyl is the, you know, the art and the feel and the sound. So, yeah, I don't I don't know anymore, really, why, why you would. Yeah, I mean, I don't know many people who still have a CD player in the house or, you know, still um, have one in the car. Even. I mean, cars are phasing them out gradually i think so who knows who knows but mm. um they seem to be so apparently they still sell um i was having a chat with someone else and apparently that's um you know they're saying oh you know we've got a tape we've got vinyl and people go oh have you got a cd like no yeah <laughs> like no not really anyway with it, we're getting but yeah we're getting bogged down in um format chat a little bit but um yeah so hey colossus um i've i've already um ordered the pre-order for that like why not? Of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I might have been telling you about this. Uh, I think I'm actually, I wasn't telling you about this because I've been to another gig as well. I went to see um, Daughters last night with um, Joe Richards, who's been on the podcast before. Uh, and we were talking about the new Big Business record, which is going to play a song off um, next. And I, this, I've done this again, right? I've, I've basically pre-ordered a physical copy on tape and I've not looked at the postage. And can you guess how much <laughs> I've paid for this big business tape? Um, including uh, about 15 quid. <laughs> Try 20. Jesus. It's ridiculous. But, you know, mm. um, it, thankfully it's a really good album, so it, it doesn't matter too much. So, I mean, I, I was sort of looking like how long big business has been, have been going. So, I mean, Here Come the Waterworks came out 12 years ago, which is mad. I mean, mm. it feels like a very long time ago, but they don't seem to have dulled at all. I mean, this this album kind of blew me away. You've had the chance to listen to the whole record yet? Yes, I have. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love Big Business. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've been waiting for this. It's come out and it came out uh, about a week ago, didn't it? So I've had it on a few times. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really, really good. Really good. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's we're talking like we're surprised, but really, um, mm. they're absolutely fantastic and. One of the best drummers um, I've ever seen, actually. I think, um, and uh, I think the last time I saw them was actually in this really like tiny little basement venue in Leeds, and it was with Halls on a Saturday night, and it was mm. on really early. I think Big Business were on about half past six, right. and then Halls played about half past seven, eight o'clock, and then it was all done, and we were like, okay, uh-huh. well, I guess we'll go home. <laughs> it was really strange, but um, uh, yeah, they were absolutely brilliant. They played like. Um, stuff from all over their sort of like career and yeah just blew everyone away really um mm. this one i i feel like it's it's got a bit of um a psyche feel to it it's got like a an underlying strangeness to it what what did you think mm. i'm i was glad you chose this one i think it, it it is it is odd it's obviously kind of you know keys or effects or whatever it is on it and mm. all, all the way through and it's just got a sort of beautiful tempo and it is real kind of beauty in it and that's their you know their kind of the power they've got from a two-piece to just create this slightly weird you know it's this it feels familiar but it's just slightly weird always just you know whether it's lyrically or you know like just changing the kind of instrumental feel totally then um it it just sounds different always and brilliant for it absolutely i mean um the fact that I listened to it all the way through and then basically put it on straight again is kind of testament to how good this is. So 
yeah, I'd recommend people check this out. Maybe don't pay £20 for the um, tape like I did, but I'm sure there's cheap ways of doing it. But um, yeah, it's it's amazing. So we're going to play this. The album's called The Beast You Are. Um, you can get that um, via bigbusiness.bandcamp.com. Um, but we're going to play a song uh, about halfway through the album called Time and Heat. So see what you think.
Toronto. That was big business. Um, yeah, just it's blown everyone away that's heard it. I think we were sort of um, we're talking with a few friends um, and about this, and yeah, the, the feedback's the same. Um, so I, I don't think we could get much different for the next track. Um, Full of Hell, uh, one of the most prolific uh, bands in the last sort of five years, I guess. Um, this one, I, I keep seeing it come up on Bandcamp. I haven't had a chance to listen to it until um, very recently. But this track you've picked, Cimmeril, uh, um, what what sort of possessed you to <laughs> um, pick this one, Pete? I think, well, I think the album's out till mid-May. Um, <clears throat> this is, I think, the second pre-release yeah. check on here um and i'm just looking forward to the album the it, since i kind of got into him i they they really kind of they, they, they mesmerized me they, they're a big like a cloud rat you know like um like faces folks straight up you know like what well, it feels like you know you can listen to them it could be straight up um but then uh you realize there's kind of more to them and you, the, you know there's the collaborations with the body and there's these kind of full on hardcore moments, and then there's tracks like this, which is pretty much like death metal full on, yeah. Uh, and therefore, kind of you know, and, and there's a kind of real avant garde weirdness bits, and then the full on straight up, but you, you just don't know what you're getting with them. So therefore, yeah. I'm you know looking forward. To, I think it's on relapse. Yeah, so, I did notice they signed to them actually. Mm, yeah, so um, you know, like the pre-release checks are coming with videos and everything, and you know, because they're up on that level now. And but you know, I'll, I'll fair play to them. They, I've just kind of went for the album and then kind of listed this. I thought, I love it straight away. Yeah. It's about a minute long, and it is it's, it's amazing. Like I say, this is quite a deathy track. You know, if you if you depending where your kind of love for Full of Hell sits, then this can be quite far away from um, yeah, I mean, some elements of their music. I was going to say, I mean, um, about 25 seconds in this one, I mean, it's only a minute um, in length, but about 20 seconds in, it sounds like full-on, um, like 90s gore grind stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got that kind of stomp to it, like um, they call it slam in some circles, I guess. Um, there's a band called Cock and Ball Torch, and it sounds like that. Just like really um, choppy death metal percussion. Mm. Really interesting. Like it's made for a mosh pit, basically. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I was blown away. I was like, this is brilliant. I'm gonna like look into the rest of this album when it comes out. So yeah, yeah, just really interesting. So um, I don't know if there's a lot more. To say. They actually played Lincoln um last year, <laughs> um of all places. So that's like Lincoln's little claim to fame at the moment. <laughs> um, I think they got them on like a you know in between tour shows or something, and just uh, yeah, put them on with a load of um crusty bands in. Um, in a bar in Lincoln, so yeah, it's cool. um it's unlikely, but it happened. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, let's listen to this. It's uh, off uh, Weeping Choir by Full of Hell. This is Simril. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, um, again, we're, we're changing through genres as ever on the Nine Hits podcast. This is what we do. Um, this next one is by a band um, that I sort of found. We do sort of, um, I mean, I do find myself just browsing uh, Bandcamp sometimes, uh, something to listen to. Um, I try and put on quite sort of strange music to concentrate to at work. So this is one of them. And it really kind of hit me as as something really weird and strange. I keep throwing you these curveballs, Pete. So I don't know what you thought of this at all. I enjoyed it. I'm, you know, I, I actually know the band through uh, the fact that they're on uh, Sentient Ruin ah, yes. label yeah. and listen to a lot of their stuff. So you know, and they put a fair few uh, fair few albums and releases out by the band. Yeah, but, I mean, I. I just I got struck by the artwork straight away. Um, just very very minimal, almost like a sort of um, ink dropping in water sort of image. But then the whole album's quite um, dense and odd. It, it doesn't really kind of follow any um, traditional, you know, genre specifics. It, it's kind of got a bit of black metal in there. It's kind of got a bit of I don't know. Like ambient stuff, but it's just mm. very uncomfortable sounding. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's a bit, there's bits where you just about can relax, but there's always unsettling. I think there's always, you know, you can't really, um, you know, it's not easy to listen to, even though there's, you know, there's minimalist parts, and um, you always feel it's going to kind of lurch out or it's going to judder, you know, and it doesn't often. But then there's, you know, I think about halfway through this or two thirds of the way through this one, it suddenly changes, almost as if you've flipped onto a different track, and it's just, you know, it flickers out. It's, um, it just makes for not uncomfortable, but um, un- unrelaxing, claustrophobic, maybe. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I'm into kind of blocking out sound while I work, so th- this was perfect for that, and. But I mean, looking into the, there's not much information about this band at all. I mean, they're from Oakland, um, which seems to be like a common thing um, for sort of really heavy releases. That seems to be quite a a buoyant underground there. Um, but yeah, this this band seemed really sort of uh, mysterious and not giving much away. And even if you read the paragraphs and paragraphs they've got on their Bandcamp, it doesn't really give much away as to what they sound like. So I think it's one to really sort of stick your head under the water with and just kind of absorb a little bit. Um, so the band called Sutek Hexen, um, and this is off a self-titled uh, record that's, I think it's out already. Um, yeah, it came it came out just all, almost at the end of March. Um, yeah, and so we're going to play um, the second track off it. It's called Eye of the Quill. So yeah, I'd be um, interested to see what people think of this one.
Pete's uh, choices next. Um, it's a band called uh, Kuba Turku, um, and they're Greek. Uh, and this al- this album just kind of confounds me a little bit. I I kind of I couldn't put my finger on what it sounded like, and then it struck me earlier on. So to me, it sounds like world music crossed with um, like and so I watch you from afar. That post metal band. I don't know if you know them. Okay. Okay. So uh, no. Yeah. I know. I so know they the name, they um, they headline uh, art, art tangent quite a lot. I think they're like almost like an art tangent house band, and they've got yes. that kind of weird, um, you know, high pitched, um, fun sounding sort of sound to them, aesthetic to them. Um, and this this these guys tick all the boxes, but then they suddenly go heavy at the end of this track. It's amazing. Um, so was this a submission, yeah, or yeah. did you find it elsewhere? Uh, yeah, it was submitted, and there's, uh, funnily enough, I've kind of, I had similar um, uh, comparisons, which are, it reminds, I think this track's not necessarily exactly, well, it, the whole album's kind of a mixture, so it's not totally indicative of the whole, the rest of it. I think there's a, obviously a, uh, a psych theme all the way through it, which is great, but this track is kind of, uh, like the repeating and the kind of the playful vocals, it's got a bit yes. of like battles Absolutely. with... Yeah. Uh, and if you're going to say like that with world music, I was going to say Battles and um, mm. Here Lies Man. So, you know, a bit of those two. Um, so I think, yeah, we're coming at it from the same point of view. And just kind of a lot of fun and really interesting. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that um, Stray Tones thing you brought in a few weeks ago, like that really um, like out there kind of psyche stuff. Yeah, and uh, now we're saying it, Deaf Kids as well. You know, yeah. Another one we played yeah. recently. It's got all that, that kind of, you know, playing around with psych and kind of, um, you know, fun noises and uh, different different sounds brought into it. That psych's so interesting at the moment. So much is going on on every kind of level, from every heaviness right through to pop. It's, it's real kind of vibrant, I, th- I think. Yeah, it's really different. And um, there's a lot of creativity going on. I think that's what's interesting. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, yeah, we're going to play this. It's, I mean, I love the artwork as well. It looks like a kind of crazy um terrarium that's bursting out of its um glass or something um yeah just have you should totally have a look so it's uh kuba turku dot com um and this this is a track called um cybeal or something i think that's how you say it sounds good enough cyber yeah we'll go for that we 
Cool. So um, we're going to be listening to um, a track from Working Men's Club. I know we um, we played a few tracks uh, from uh, various Vitala recordings recently when we had Sam on. Um, but yeah, th- this is um, Working Men's Club. That They've actually moved labels, so they're on Hominid Sounds now, which is kind of like a more active label at the moment. Um, and Hominid seemed to put out like loads of really interesting stuff. I just got the uh, remote viewing record. They, they were selling those off for about £6 each, so that's x uh the basically pale horse without um the vocalist uh and with someone else i think so um i think that's still six quid so yeah i'd, I'd recommend people pick that up but yeah um Cooper, Men's Club. Cooper as well. sorry oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh right right okay so yeah that's strange label mates to have i guess yeah amazing so yeah hominid sounds if you want to put the check in the post that's great um but yeah the, this band are fantastic and um I've got like a bit of sense of humour going on under under all the songs. Um, really short and sharp little uh, tape release. Um, and I really liked it. I, I sent this along to the guys from um, from The Pit. Uh, they played uh, a different track. I think it was called Fast Corpse on uh, last week's show. So um, thanks for that. It's sort of spreading the word um, across to a new audience. Um, don't know what they made of it, but, you know, um, it's all good. But, yeah, what did you think of this one, Pete? Loved it. Absolutely. Loved yeah. It. <laughs> They're really good, aren't they? Yeah, it is. It's, you know, you know, there's, there's, you hear music like this all the time. This sound, this was distinctive. You know, there's something yeah. about it. And I think, I think that I love the vocals, you know, really fierce, kind of played it almost, not the wrong tempo, but like they played it it's like this real fast tempo, you know, sung at the fast tempo. Um, Almost just kind of racing the racing the kind of the rest of the music. I don't know something about it really stood out. Yeah, that's what I like. It's just different, isn't it? Just yeah. um, they're putting something new into that sound. Um, I think um, the from the pit podcast played another song, and they do like a big breakdown in this like two minute song, and it goes on for ages and ages. And I think they took issue with that. They're like, where did that come from? What was the point of it? And I think that's. I was like, well, that, I think that's actually the point. They're, they're kind of maybe thumbing like the style a little bit. They're kind of like, well, actually, do we need to do this? Let's do it to a ridiculous level. Mm. I think that's that's part of the joke. It's probably a very British, um, <laughs> British sort of like in joke, but you know, great stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's short and sharp, and it's just really good. And I, I think the drummer's absolutely amazing. Um, and I've never seen them, so I, I really need to remedy that. Um, I'm sure they'll be playing um, here, then everywhere. They're from London, so I guess they, they play the Black Heart and places like that quite a lot. But we'll see. Um, yeah, so you can get this from the Hominid Sounds Bandcamp, um, and you can buy it digitally from uh, Working Men's Club. Um, yeah, this is... Um, sorry to say as well, there's, there's another Working Men's Club around at the moment. Um which I've noticed a kind of indie band in the Manchester scene, I think. So I think it's uh, Working Men's Club HC for Bandcamp, just in case. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did notice there was another band called that actually, and uh, they're not to be confused with uh, Working Man Noise Unit either, because <laughs> uh, yeah, they're doing the rounds again as well. So um, yeah, and they're, again, they're from like Reading, London area as well. So probably easy to quite. Uh, confuse them um so yeah we're gonna play this it's off um a little sort of short short sharp ep called premium champion and uh, this is immovable man (laughs) 
I need this oily. I need this to lubricate the world. I need this dog to have some grief on it. now and again there's a release that we we have on uh, the nine hertz podcast and uh, both of us agree that it's the best thing ever and i think this is the next one we're gonna play so um pete's come across a band called slund so how did this um come into your ear holes i don't know but i've been listening <laughs> they, they put about three albums three at three releases out a year right. um and i've been listening to, oh i think the first one was actually an album it was called call uh, call of agony and we got sent it for review, which is about a twenty. It's got about twenty songs on it, and it was amazing sludge album. Um, and I reviewed it, and I've followed them ever since. And they've put out now oh, some like ten releases, right. and that was. Uh, I'm just looking now, February 2017. So, right. um, it's. I didn't actually know it at the time of reviewing it, but it's a one man band from Slovenia. Of course. Um, <laughs> and it was very. It was good. It was a really, really good sludge, uh, sludge grind album. A call of agony everything since has been kind of short releases or splits or tapes um this is a, a kind of five inch record with uh, 13 songs on it's probably about 10 minutes long if that and uh well it can't be that kind of but anyway they're, they're just a lot of fun and everything that 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 comes out i listen to and it's, it's they're extremely funny you know and lyrics are funny this track yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a great example of it um yeah. if you kind of follow him on facebook it's always uh he's always posting like pretending he's an easy listening band so um it's just a lot of fun yeah i mean um you say about them being prolific and uh, they've basically done a split with the most prolific grind band ever um i always um wonder how to say this but i think it's a gathercles um and they they seem to have done a, a split with every single grind band in the last 20 years um <laughs> And all their releases sound the same. Um, you can basically take one of Gathercles' song and just, yeah, that's it forever. Um, I think they did stuff with like the first few were like with Unholy Grave and you know Total Fucking Destruction, people like that, and Anal Cunt and all that. Um, so yeah, this this kind of suits it down to the ground absolutely. You can imagine this is just um, in a back catalogue of a really obscure label. But yeah, this you, you sort of mentioned this uh, at the pub the other night, um, that the title to this song is ridiculous, but it's so funny. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, this, uh, a lot of the kind of lyrics, uh, you know, which are worth reading the, across the kind of releases, um, there's uh, anti-social media, there's uh, it's kind of um, sort of mental health stories as well in, in, in within the comedy. So I think it, I, that's why I kind of respect it, really. This one's, uh, this track is just, uh, well, it's called Fighting the Dragon with the Power of Steel. Yeah. And it's about uh, German power metal. Um, I mean, the title being... Um, what the, I mean, the, the, we may as well read the lyrics. You know, it's kind of, how can an adult care about dwarves and dragons? And what the fuck is the power of steel? Uh, seriously, <laughs> if you're into comedy, check out German power metal bands. You can thank me later. Perfect. Yeah, yeah I mean... I've I've had the um, experience of going to Wacken Festival, and this kind of stuff is just everywhere. There, you know, there's a lot of dudes with long hair um, and sort of black long sleeves that have got dragons all over them and swords, and you know, man of war are taken seriously. Um, you know, I think I saw a two-hour Saxon set there, so I kind of know what they're getting at. Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking of bands like Rhapsody and even Dragon Force, you know, just like fully ridiculous bands that are, you know, there's a, there's a time and a place for it. You know, I've got a lot of time for um, the technicality of it, but it's it's ridiculous. I mean, just pointing it out is is quite obvious, but yeah, I love the fact that he has. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We don't actually get any, do we? We get don't get sent power metal. No. I'm not, no, that's I'm not well sorted out with the PR. <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> The, the, the kind of the several tracks on here, um, which are just worth it for the lyrics alone. Um, I think track 10, which is called AGR, uh, eight seconds long, and I recommend that to everyone as well. Um, yeah. yeah, and there's a song about uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And he says, So I stabbed myself in the leg. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just, yeah, they're a lot of fun and worth following. Yeah, it's brilliant. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll play this, um, and I, I thoroughly recommend getting that uh, five-inch record because it's a, it's a novelty, uh, and it's really cheap. It's only about three or four quid. So, um, yeah, stick them your money. Uh, this is Slund. <laughs> That was the um, blasting goodness of Slund. I um, hope you enjoyed it. Um, so I sort of came across this band um, last week uh, and I just had to put it on uh, the podcast. So they're called uh, Dead Arms and um, the title of this song is fantastic as well. It's Apocalypse Yow. Um, but yeah, this this band just reminded me of Grey Hairs um, from Nottingham. Just like really fun punk rock um, done with like a bit of humour, just done with a lot of fun. So it's it's quite simple. I just really like this one. Uh, I think it's self self released. Um, yeah. What did you make of this one? It's um, just a bit of another one, another bit of a curveball for you, Pete. Uh, yeah, I did, I, um, I've not heard of them until you kind of shortlisted them for it. So I, I really enjoyed it. It kind of it's it has got a really good vibe to it, and you know, a cool vibe. Um, reminds you know the type of thing you will put on when you're kind of really when you kind of finish work but energetic and wanting to go out and want you know get ready to go out having a couple of beers before you do this would be perfect absolutely and um i think that comparison to 
uh, grey hairs, it's just kind of like party um, punk sort of stuff. So I can imagine going out on a Friday night and just um, having a few cans while I watch these and just really enjoying myself. Mm. I think that's that's really all I can say about them. I mean, they're from London. Um, apparently they've got members of uh, USA Nails and a few other bands. So yeah, if you like it, um, it's um, just deadarms.bandcamp.com. So pretty simple. Um, yeah, we're going to play this. It's off uh, the album that they've got coming out very soon called Simply Dead. You can pre-order it now. Um, yeah, this song's called Apocalypse Yow. Okay, so we're going to close the podcast this week with um, some really strange um, Italian death metal uh, that you've picked, Pete. So um, this is devoid of thought. What what did you um, think of this when it came through? I mean, it's got the real good uh, apocalyptic feel to it. Uh, we saw uh, John Vermeica 
on Friday yeah, that's night. That's a good comparison. Yeah. yeah. Who Sheffield band remind me of that you real sort of. Uh, I always think it kind of feels like a whirlwind of you know noises and you know a bit of black and a bit of death and it's just um, almost you know has a bit of a psychedelic uh, mentality to it mm. um, and just yeah it, it, this one this track I think it's really really got something about it and it, it changes direction it's, it drives forward at mo- some moments it's kind of just uh, whizzes around at others yeah really like this yeah I feel like the guitarist um, well one of the guitarists at least um, kind of starts just playing solos out of nowhere at points and you're like is he does he know what the rest of the band are doing or or is it just kind of like right this is what's happening um, yeah and I noticed, like, as soon as he starts playing that, he, he plays for about a bar and a half or something, and then the rest of the band join him. So I don't know if it's one of those situations where they're like, right, well, you just play that when you want us to right, go yeah. with you, and we'll do it. I'd like it just kind of so. works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's that kind of, like, um, endearing, um, flailing style that I really like about um, death metal bands like this. And, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant to listen to because you kind of, like, this is such a whirlwind of crazy, crazy sound. Mm. Yeah, and it's it, you know it's on uh, Caligari Records, which have put uh, a few things that we've taken note of recently. There was a we played Heretical Sect a few weeks ago on the pod, um, and there were, we I reviewed uh, a demo by Bankal on Death, so they're doing a lot of decent stuff as well. Yeah, we were saying like, oh, where's that name from? Because it kind of rang a bell. And there's that really weird silent film from like I don't know 1920s or something called The uh, Cabinet of Dr Caligari. I, I was like, oh, we should um, proper put that on on YouTube or something and listen to these uh, death metal records that keep coming out on this record label because it would be perfect. Mm-hmm. You can almost like have that um, Wizard of Oz syncing up with um, Dark Side of the Moon effect. It might <laughs> might do that again. You never yeah. know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, you can get this on um, Caligari. Uh, records uh, bank up at the moment can't you i think you can pre-order it um i found this I think interesting. It was out, uh, yesterday actually. oh was it right brilliant yes. so um yeah i this is quite interesting in that it's a second demo um demos seem to be sort of rearing their heads again as as like full releases which i'm all i'm all for um like back in the day a demo just sort of used to get um you know distributed among the underground and kind of if you're lucky enough to hear it or own it that was great but you usually have to re- wait for like a full record to actually hear things. So um, yeah. the fact oh, that yeah. people are like tracking their progress now and like releasing it, you know, to the unsuspecting public is, yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah. This is the way, you know, for me personally, I much prefer like short, sharp releases often, you know, um, who was it? Oh, Kurakuma put another tape out, you know, they just, they recorded a few tracks, put a tape out, brilliant. That's what I want. I don't, you know, when you come across a band for the first time, you don't necessarily want to listen to a 14 track, you know, 14 song. five minutes of yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, work, yeah. Maybe that's just because we have to, you know, we go through so much music and because of the reviewing, but uh, I want, you know, short, sharp release. I want to be here again from a band within, you know, not within 18 months. I want to hear with them in six months, if, you know, if possible. I know it's not always possible, but yeah, I much prefer that kind of uh, methodology. And it's really good to sort of track uh, almost live what people are doing. I mean, um, Kurokuma, I mean, we've, we've talked about them so much, but uh, that, that new release, um, we'll be playing that, I'm sure, uh, in, in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, they've, they've put out a release pretty much every six to eight months, I guess, for a while. So um, this new one's uh, going to be interesting as well. So look forward to hearing that. 
Um, so um, we're going to play this. This is uh, Devoid of Thought, and the um, track's called Necronaut. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks for the next new release podcast. <laughs>